video gives you much better data to grow than other forms of media. On YouTube, for example, you can see what your click-through rate is, so you have an idea of what your customers are actually interested in. You can see how engaged your audience is, so what topics are most engaging to them, where did they actually fall off? So looking at your audience retention graphs, you can see what things you're saying that actually keep people there or what things you might say that get people to click away. It's time for the Video Marketing Value Podcast. This is the podcast where we help marketers and business owners just like you get more value out of your video marketing efforts. My name is Dane Golden from VidiUp.tv, sounds like GiddyUp, where we help you up your game on YouTube for business and transform your viewers into loyal customers. And from VidTarget.io, where we help you get higher return on your YouTube ad spend with targeted YouTube video placement lists. And you, the listener, you should know that as always, you can follow along in your podcast app with the transcript and the links. And today we have a special guest, Marlon Dahl of Vireo Video. Welcome, Marlon. Thank you very much. Stoked to be here. I'm excited to have you. And we asked you on the Video Marketing Value Podcast today because at Vireo Video, you help businesses with both YouTube channels and YouTube ads. Is that correct? That's correct. Okay. And you put out a video. Um, it's more than a year old now, but it was very interesting to me that I found the other day. Five ways video marketing can grow your business and increase sales that we want to discuss and update it a bit. Does that sound good? That sounds great. Okay. And I, I'm a... Uh, I'm a stickler for spelling of names so people can look you up. Could you spell both your name and the name of your business? Yeah, sure. So Marlon Dahl, M-A-R-L-O-N, Dahl, D-O-L-L, and Vireo Video, V-I-R-E-O, video.com. Great. And uh, give us just a real quick summary of what Vireo Video does. Sure. So as you said, we support brands with their YouTube, um, the organic side and also the paid advertising side. So you can kind of think of us as a full scale YouTube marketing agency. So we support with the strategy, coming up with video topics, um, supporting the optimization. So designing thumbnails, doing split testing, optimizing tags and YouTube advertising. So I'm um, helping you scale your um, your your ad spend and, and get generated results with with YouTube ads. And what, what countries do you do business in? Uh, mainly North America. So mm -hmm. Canada, U.S. We're based in Vancouver, but most of our clients are in the States. Okay, great. So getting back to our topic of the day, which I'm coming to in a second here, which is five ways video marketing can grow your business and increase sales. What is your first tip, Marlon? Yeah, so the first tip was that videos can attract customers organically. So your videos, you put them on YouTube, they have the potential to rank uh, within YouTube's own ecosystem and on Google through the Google carousel, um, through the video carousel. And so, as you know, most, most of the traffic uh, that is on YouTube actually happens from within its own ecosystem. So it's not a lot of external traffic. Usually external traffic is, is less than 10%. Um, on my personal like hobby channel, I have a YouTube channel called Bachelor on a Budget or under my name, Marlon Dahl, where it's a, a cooking show. 
and about 45% of the traffic is search. And typically we see channels have about 30% um, as, as YouTube, YouTube search. But um, uh, my channel, I have some videos that are three years old and they consistently get about 30,000 views a month. And that's over the last two years. And so that's been some nice passive income uh, that, that I've been able to reap. So uh, in addition to that, um, it grows organically. There's also a lot of longevity there. Like if you think of Instagram right. or, or Facebook, it's in the feed, it goes away. But with YouTube, you have so much more longevity with evergreen videos. Yeah, and you guys uh, specialize mostly in YouTube? Yeah, that's our main main focus. And and so when you talk about organically and you were talking about how some of your videos were even getting 45% search or maybe it was the channel, was that YouTube search or Google search? That's YouTube search. Let's talk just a little bit about uh, the Google search traffic for YouTube videos. And that shows up under the external sources. And for some channels, it's it's an increasing amount. I know particularly with certain types of businesses like SaaS platforms that we work with a lot, you, you have people that coming from a business mindset, which often can start with Google. Isn't that right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, for mine, I think it was about 10% of, of the channel. Yeah. And so you were talking about there's the, the carousel there. Google is experimenting with sort of like little expandable lists. And then there's, I always forget if it's called uh, featured snippets or some other thing, but it's like, it's, it's um, some, in some searches, the video can play, essentially, it's sort of queued up right in Google search right at the top, right? Yeah, with whatever timestamps that potentially have been marked to now. Yeah, so that's another way that uh, that uh, traffic can come in organically. So what's, uh, what's your tip number two? Yeah, and I'll quickly address that um, regarding the Google search. So um, not all videos have, um, or not all search results have videos under mm -hmm. them, as you've probably seen. So like even when go doing that research and you're trying to get more Google traffic is finding what specific search terms that are. And usually it's like how-to videos where it makes sense for a video to show up there, um, or cat videos, you know, the, <laughs> any animal videos randomly show up too, but um, typically it's it's around like how to learning how to do something. Yeah, yeah, that's, um, uh, I, I think that the reason for that is that, that YouTube, people go to YouTube to learn how to do something, whereas on Google, they're a little bit more emphasized on the what of something. But when they think of somebody doing a how-to, they say, you, you know, Google says, hey, we've got this whole platform where people are showing people how to do things. Let's, let's put those in the results. Definitely. So what is your second tip? Yeah. So the second tip was that um, video gives you much better data to grow than other forms of media. So on YouTube, for example, you can see what your click-through rate is, so what percentage of your total impressions are actually clicking onto your videos, so you have an idea of what your customers are actually interested in. That allows you to craft a better offering, better messaging for uh, blog posts, for other content, for future videos. 
You can see how engaged your audience is. So what topics are most engaging to them? Where do they actually fall off? So looking at your audience retention graphs, you can see what, what things you're saying that actually keep people there or what things you might say that get people to click away. So you can see what resonates with them. Uh, you can also see what call to actions you make that actually drive people to either watch more videos or to go to your website to, to take an action and things like what, what search terms individual videos rank for. So it just gives you so much better, better data than other forms of media. And, and on the ad side too, right? Um, you said you run some ads. What are some of the things that you look for with uh, video YouTube ad metrics for, for either in-stream or discovery ads, whichever? Yeah, so I mean, the, there's lots of um, valuable metrics that YouTube ads gives us. So things like uh, viewability, so what percentage of people are watching at 25%, 50%, um, how, what percentage of people don't actually skip, um, and that affects how much you actually pay for an ad because it depends on um, how interested people are in comparison to the, the audience that you're targeting. That will affect your ad cost. Of course, conversions and segmenting that out versus a lead versus an actual purchase, looking at uh, conversion value versus the cost, the amount you're, you're spending. So seeing able, being able to see if you have a positive return on ad spend, that's really the, the most important for, for, for most brands and for most clients is seeing that it's profitable. Um, and some are going right for the actual direct, direct sale and some are going for, for leads and some attribute a value to that lead because they know that um, every lead is worth $40 to them. And so anything under that is uh, is profitable. And uh, for, for some, it's just kept as a lead as a lead as a lead and we only count conversion value. Um, so those are some of the things. Click through rate, another important metric with YouTube ads, see how many people are actually, what percentage are actually clicking. You want to make sure that um, ideally that your ads are having over 1% uh, click through rate. Uh, it might seem low in comparison to other um, other ad platforms. Why is that over one percent? What does that What does that mean? I mean, what does that What does that signify to you? Yeah, it signifies that um, the video is actually engaging and that you're getting um, people interested in the offer to actually take them somewhere. Um, if it's less than one percent, we just haven't seen that it's it's worth continuing on that video unless you're getting a really cheap cost per view that's relevant that's targeting a relevant audience. Yeah, and 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 while you can run video on the other social platforms and it can be quite effective, if you're someone who really cares about metrics and using numbers to quantify and predict results, there's really nothing like YouTube both on the paid side or the organic side to try to say, here's what's working and here's what's not. Am I right? Absolutely. And that data is just so valuable to you to make other, um, other strategies and other um, choices of, of how you're going to create content and optimize it. And, and what is your third tip, Marlon? Yeah. So the third tip is that videos increase conversions on your website and landing pages. So, there, there's some stats that um, there was studies done and by having a video on your landing page, it can increase your conversion rate by 80%. 
I wouldn't necessarily take that number and, and say that 80%. that's a, a, a hard rule. But this is according to IY Digital, and there was a couple others that did uh, similar studies and found found that rate. Um, so that's pretty significant increase, and, and we've seen that. But uh, not only does having a video um, on the landing page, like a video sales letter, increase those conversions, but we also see a higher conversion rate in Google Analytics for traffic coming from YouTube. And it makes sense because you've already uh, warmed up the audience. They've maybe checked out some reviews. They've got a good sense of who you are. And so you've developed some, some trust. And so we see higher time spent on the website, um, higher conversion rate and greater transaction value for traffic coming from YouTube. So what, uh, what kind of landing pages uh, tools do you use? Uh, we personally use Unbounce or any uh, native ones that the, the clients are using. So ClickFunnels, even just native WordPress landing pages. Um, we don't do landing page design our, ourselves. Um, so we're typically operating on whatever the, um, our client uses. What about the videos that are on the landing pages? Do you take care of those? Do you help them with those? Yeah, so we're looking at optimizing uh, some of these. Typically, it's uh, focus, we're more focused on driving traffic to that landing page mm -hmm. and making suggestions on individual videos, looking at that audience retention, um, but not a lot outside. Like we're not um, using uh, like Vidyard's tools or other tools um, on the on the website itself. Well, if if you have any um, tips on what those videos should say. Hmm. Um, we are continuing to research and, and build our resources on there. Um, some people say it really depends on what the nature of the landing page is. So, some people say that it really should just let them know that it's okay to give your email and contact information, that it's reassuring. There seems to be a lot of different ways people do that. Yeah, we prefer the format. Um, it's similar to an ad format um, and like classic video sale or just classic sales letter. But, um, you know, hook, problem, solution, credibility, call to action. So hook, hook the audience, captivate them to continue watching, address the problems that they might have like been curious or, or want to learn more about, have your solution. So provide some value in that of how your product or service actually addresses some of those problems convey some value, so show some testimonials there, um, or value and credibility rather. Um, so testimonials, show where you have um, high claim somewhere, any PR that you've been um, given, and uh, make that call to action to get people to sign up for that, that lead magnet, that offer. Um, and that can actually work as an advertisement, uh, as a standalone. And then when you take people to the website, it might be like addressing some of those questions that you proposed and conveying like more value on the other end when you get to the landing page of more insights. So those are some of the things. So that was interesting. So you were talking about the structure and, and, and it sounds like you're telling me that that's a structure you use for video ads on YouTube, but also it can be very similar on the landing page itself, whether in text or in video, just in a slightly different format. 
Yeah, and if you run that as an ad, you don't want to have the same video on your landing page necessarily, unless it's a longer form video and you're inspiring people to click early. And then when they get to the landing page, they watch a fuller one, but generally to answer some more of those questions or provide some of the value you might have talked about uh, earlier on in the, in the advertisement. Okay, and what is your tip number four? Yeah, so that videos can increase the desirability of your product. So video allows you to convey so much more than a blog post or an image can. It allows you to build trust, which we know is essential for, for making a sale. People can experience the personality of your brand um, and, and they're going to see the host, what, uh, what the host represents, how they interact with people. And so uh, people can read if, if something's a gimmick or a scam. Uh, people generally have that kind of intuition to be able to see if something's something's off or just doesn't relate, which is also um, important that your video production um, is considerate of that, that you want your videos to represent your brand's personality. But viewers, they want to go to YouTube. They want to do some research. They'll often go to YouTube and look up reviews of the product. Uh, we also do some influencer marketing, and for this uh, one company called Hum Nutrition, their women's supplement company, there there was a review that um, wasn't necessarily favorable that was uh, ranking, and so what we did is got over 100 um, videos created for for this brand from different micro-influencers who reviewed the product, and then that oh, just wow. brought up like the, the total like search. When, when someone goes to search for um, Hum Nutrition, then people are gonna see all these other videos of reviewing the product. And so it conveys much more, much more trust than this um, unfavorable review and also drives a lot more traffic to the actual, um, to their, their YouTube channel. And w when you had these influencers um, do videos, was it on their own channel or on the brand's channel? Yeah, it was on their own channel. And uh, that's actually part of a strategy that um, we do for, for quite a few brands is, is taking um, that influencer content, getting, getting an agreement for um, being able to use that in advertisements because those work really well. Being able to leverage those influencer videos in an ad, it just conveys so much trust because they already have that credibility. So it's it's kind of like a testimonial on steroids. You're getting a testimonial from someone who has more influence than an average person. Absolutely. And when you do those testimonial videos, um, I'm just going to guess here that you you might say something like, here's what people are saying about X, Y, Z, and then you have the testimonial, and then um, it has it's clickable as an ad. Is that sort of the structure of a testimonial ad? That's certainly a format. Um, we've we've used format like that. We do an influencer supercut, so we just take a lot of um, clips of people saying um, like key phrases. Um, so addressing some of those, um, problems that they had or why they really loved the product and just have it, it's like really, um, uh, tight editing where it's like, um, important, valuable line after line from different, uh, creators. And, uh, that's worked really well. And we've also done standalone ones where an influencer will, um, be addressing their audience to their channel, like um, saying the, their uh, channel's name, what they call them. Also, it would have like the, the promo code in there. We strip that out and the creator, it's not just a straight testimonial. 
They're actually providing value through the concept. So to say this is around hair care, it's a, it's a tutorial for how to get a certain type of uh, curl in their hair. And then um, they, they incorporate the product into that and, and ex talk about the product. And so that natural integration then works as a, a great ad that also um, doesn't get people to click away right away because they're curious to learn more through the value that the creator is providing. So I sort of have two more questions about that. One of them is when you do a testimonial ad like that, is that to a totally cold audience or do you do that to a remarketed audience? Yeah, it kind of depends on what the um, what what's being conveyed in the ad. It can kind of testimonials can um, work at all all forms of or all stages of of the funnel. But um, if you are doing um, it from a completely cold audience and the video doesn't uh, give any context to what the product is, um, it's just saying how great it is. That might might not work. Um, as well um, versus remarketing where people have already been and they're searching as you've suggested that um, people are just looking to learn a bit more about that and so they um, then when you hit them with a retargeting ad they haven't yet made that purchase but maybe they went to the website added to cart or checked out a case study and then those testimonials uh, reached them at that right point in time and and this is this may be a hard question to answer but when you're working with a creator and you're paying them to, you know, review your product in whatever way, and then they do a testimonial of it um, that you're able to use in um, in an ad, that's generally um, uh, a, a special part of the contract. And some contracts don't do that and some do. Is there any sort of rhyme or reason to – how much more that should cost uh, or how much more a creator should make or how much more a brand should pay for that right versus another thing? Or is it, is it just whatever is negotiated? Yeah, it's kind of whatever is negotiated. Um, typically that's in, informed or requested. Some, um, some creators just aren't okay, okay with that. It doesn't matter what the price is. They just don't want that, um, that, you know, perpetuity of being able to be used uh, whenever um, with the, with their likeness, and some creators um, don't don't care. There isn't an increase uh, cost. They're actually happy with um, being associated with the brand, mm -hmm. um, and like with the um, uh, micro influencers, like we often will work in exchange for a product, and that really only works if the product has great value to the to the person, or um, if it makes for really engaging YouTube content. Mm -hmm. All right. And what is the big, huge, final fifth tip, Marvin Dahl? <laughs> yeah, so we kind of already started talking about it, but um, it's it's being able to leverage videos that are already driving videos, are already driving interest and conversions, and scale the reach with video ads. And video ads, they can be your most profitable ad format. Um, for companies that we work with that have the greatest success with YouTube advertising, they're also focused on the organic side because then they're able to retarget, remarket to people who have watched certain videos, who've liked, who have shared the content, who are subscribed. Um, and of course, of, of people who go to your website, you're also able to run display ads to those YouTube audiences. Um, and so you're able to take existing content and there's something that we do is, is find existing content that uh, brand has already created and edit that into uh, advertisements. 
um, or, or use that information from the videos that you've created to create um, ads that um, have a high likelihood of, of converting. Test that, able to target people based on market intent. So if they're in the market, they're searching for certain things on Google, on YouTube, targeting keywords. So things that people are typing in Google, YouTube, and having your video show up for that specific uh, placements. So people are watching certain videos. Maybe they are looking for a review on on uh, your product and it's on someone else's channel. Use that as placement um, to, to give them a, an ad after they would they watch that video. And yeah, remarket to people who've already shown interest who are who are warm. Excellent. Yeah, I'm really glad that you um, this is something that we do as well. But most uh, YouTube consultants don't work on both the paid and the organic equally, but we mm -hmm. do, and I'm glad that you do too, because they're just such different, they're really different worlds, and yet the being in both worlds is, is important to understand because what happens a lot with YouTube ads is you may somebody may hear about you, and then they're like, I'm not going to click, but I'm going to do a search on YouTube for them. And if you have that organic content already, that just affirms and makes the ad more valuable. Would you agree with that? Yeah, 100%. If someone goes to your channel after and just sees that there's like not really any any content there, it just doesn't convey the same amount of um, you know professionalism, um, reassure their decision-making process. Okay. Well, Marlon Dahl, how can people find out more about you and Vireo Video? And please, and you, you already spelled your name for us, so please tell us. Yeah, so you can go to our website, VireoVideo.com, uh, or if you're, you're interested to see my personal YouTube channel on how to cook healthy plant-based meals, uh, you can just type in Marlon Dahl or Bachelor on a Budget into YouTube. Um, and then, yeah, you can always connect with me on LinkedIn as well. Okay, and my name is Dane Golden, and I want to thank you, the listener, for joining us today. And also, I want to invite you to review us on Apple Podcasts, or you can tweet me at Dane Golden. Thanks to our special guest, Marlon Dahl. Thank you, Marlon. Hey, thank you, Dane. This is awesome. Appreciate it. Until next week, here's to helping you help your customers through video.